Welcome to Bevy of Bevies, the podcast about consumable liquid. This podcast is brought to you by C House and Jan and Cullen Ashley. Today we are drinking wine. The type is rosé. The name is Sophia. It is coming to us in a glass decanted from a glass bottle. This beverage was vinted and bottled in Domino Geyserville, California by the Francis Ford Coppola Winery. Cullen, I'm sorry I didn't ask you how you are today, but I was just too excited because this is, if I may make a pun, a corker of an episode. Yeah, truly. Um, I mean, I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm great. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to have, I think, the first time I've ever had rosé. Uh, this surely can't be the first time I've had rosé, but uh, neither of us wine fans. Do you have any kind of history with wine? Uh, aficionados, perhaps, is a better term. Yeah, I had a brief stint with wine <laughs> in the mid-2020. Sure. <laughs> the year yeah. um, where I got really into it. And I know, like, a few things. Sure. But I I don't ever really... I'm not, like, I gotta have some wine. Yeah. But it's I, I think it's fine. Yeah. It's a fine wine. Uh, I certainly have no problems with it. This wine is particularly special. I mean, container talk. Oh. What a beautiful bottle, in my opinion. Uh, a nice long yeah. neck. Uh, you've sort of... Raise your eyebrows several times. Come on, <laughs> you can't do this to me again. <laughs> um, but more importantly, coming from the Francis Ford Coppola Winery, uh, a little bit of crossover with "Can I Kick It?" Uh, I've never heard of her. <laughs> well, but you have heard of Sophia Coppola, I'm sure. Uh, uh, to whom I assume this wine is dedicated. Uh, yeah. Francis Ford or Sophia? Who you got? Just in terms of who I like more. Yeah. I- be careful they've both made great movies um but i guess sophia oh this is such a tough question she really speaks to your sensibilities i feel like she made the thing is like they've probably both made she's made like two or three incredible or four even maybe but I feel like he's also made a lot that are incredible, and I love. Yeah, I love the I love them all both so equally. <laughs> they both made stinkers too, though. Sure, absolutely. Um, we would never want to impugn your love. Of Who do you get? Um, I mean, my sort of. I mean, I'm not the hugest on Apocalypse Now. Is what I will say. <laughs> you are. You look shocked. Um, yeah, I mean that movie's incredible. But I mean. The Godfather. Sort of the blingering of its day. Godfather 2. Love them. I have not seen Spring Breakers. Oh, wait, that's not her. That's Harmony Korine. Yeah, yeah. I was just got confused because of uh, the blingering connections yeah. there. But I uh, have not seen Somewhere. Have not seen uh, Great. Chris Pontius. Marie Antoinette. Take the, uh, take the mic. Play uh, Guitar Hero with Elvani. <laughs> <laughs> sure, absolutely. I assume that's what happens in that. Um, but yeah, I... I I think I'd go Francis Ford. Um, and then, of course, your beloved The Offer, portrayed by Dan sure. Fogler. Do they show him yes. founding his winery at all? They don't show him founding his winery, but there are scenes where he's like, you gotta try this wine. <laughs> it's really funny. Really I mean, funny. it's just that shows like where he's like, oh, this wine's so good. And then like something will happen. He'll be like, oh. <laughs> and like, clutch his glass. I mean, interestingly, because, you know, I think now the celebrity alcohol business is very much uh 
in swing, but he got in early in 1975, and it says he used his proceeds from Godfather 1. So he, like, as soon as he broke it big, he was like, time for wine. Yeah. I mean, he loves, you know, the motherland. He loves Italy. Mm. (laughs) Um he loves Napa, I guess. I don't know where his winery is. It's probably... Excuse Plus. me, I've got the hiccups now. <laughs> um. uh, yeah, in, you know, Domino, wherever that might be. But yes, in, in California, in Napa Valley, I think he now has multiple wineries, perhaps? Yes, he... The Inglenook Winery Chateau as well, he also uh, purchased. I think I think he's got a lot of uh, fingers and pies in the wine business. Um, yeah. But shall shall we crack this baby? Yeah, it is the summer series, summer season, and this baby's sweating, so I'm ready to cork in, uncork, and do the first cork on my... Yeah, I think people will probably hear a truncated version of, uh, of this, depending on how quickly we do it. There's a sticker here covering the cork. Uh, it is yeah, a, a clear glass I'll bottle. i as much onomatopoeia as I yeah. can. I'm inserting the screw of the corkscrew i do not have a corkscrew so i'll be using a screw screw which i'm hoping will help us and if not i will use the classic knife trick are you ready i'm about to get the the cork baby (laughs) great cork great cork okay i'm about to screw my screw in and then my wine will decant for 20 minutes (laughs) as nina tries to screw a screw in (laughs) i've lost the screw Oh, you're gonna try and saber it? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I mean, that's not good. There's no. Which, there's no gas in the bottle. What choice do I have? Okay, so I found another screw and a hammer. Go? Did you lose another screw? I have a very dirty floor, I will say. Okay, I have recovered one screw. Is it the original one or the it's second one? It's impossible to say. I'm gonna go ahead and pour them Yeah, please do. The screw is like hot. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh the screw ripped. <laughs> the cork is like halfway out. Do you have pliers? <laughs> I have like a wrench, probably. That is not helpful here, I have to say. <laughs> Wow, I have to eat crow because Nina apparently sabered her wine bottle and was able to get the top of the bottle completely off. Unfortunately, we don't have audio for it. <laughs> I should have recorded audio. But, uh... Um, remember that wrench you said was useless? <laughs> did you just snap <laughs> yeah. it? Or did you whack I it? I bashed it. Okay, so it wasn't the saber method. No, it wasn't the saber method. Be careful that you're not drinking any shards of glass. I'll be careful. It, it's a pretty clean cut. So now we're back to the episode. Um, as Nina's pouring, I'm gonna give mine a sniff. It's hard not to smell. It's been sitting in here this whole time. You know, the 20 minutes that we have just been <laughs> yeah. waiting. There is a little bit of effervescence, um, I will say. Yeah, it's got um. It sort of just smells like wine. <laughs> I'm getting wine scent to it. I'll give it a little swirly. Like a middle school bully. I'm getting grape. 
I mean, there's like, uh, do we really want, I mean, we've talked about this before we started recording, that this is sort of the drink of bevy of bevies and that we usually do silly drinks taken in a mildly serious way. Yeah. And now we're doing, you know, the original, <laughs> if you the original were a sommelier, <laughs> you would be doing it for wine. Right. And it, it does have like red fruit notes. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if my palate is refined enough, but. Mm. Certainly some acidity to it. Uh, I'm going to take a sip. What do you think? I just took oh, a sip. Okay. It's, um, it is, um, acidity is a good call. There's a little tartness up top. It does have a very, like, I want to say like a buttery finish. Mm. And what do you mean by that? Like a smoothness mm. and a, a bit of a clings to your tongue. Yeah, it's sort of like um, I'm getting like a like a like a savory almost like mouthfeel. Like uh, it is hitting my mouth in a similar way that like a I don't know, like a piece of pork or something. Well, that's interesting. I'm I feel like I'm getting a different experience. I'm getting certainly more acidity. Um, it it's very you know acid forward on the front of the tongue mm-hmm. i i feel like there's like this little rainbow of acidity that's sort of like sparkling in my mouth and on the roof of my mouth as well like just this little cross section of my mouth that's got that that pop to it it almost does have a um fizzy like mm-hmm. carbonated on the first sip yeah. like where it hits your tongue it is like a pat yeah and when i uh do you want to oh go ahead. The, when i bashed it i did see some bubbling some effervescence at, sure. the, at the mouth. I mean, that may have just been the excitement of bashing. <laughs> um, when I bashed it, actually. <laughs> when I bashed um, the bottle open, it was looking pretty crazy. <laughs> um, it did spill everywhere, which is odd. Awesome. I actually did not spill um, much at all, I will say. Um, do you want to hear a little bit about rosé? Please, give us your so, rosé So, me, an idiot, I thought rosé was red wine and white wine sort of uh, aged together and that's what gave it its pink hue mm-hmm. but actually it gets its color from the grape skins wow and not enough uh to qualify as a red wine mm. it's technically this is all per wikipedia mm-hmm. obviously but it's technically the oldest known type of wine right as, as it's the most straightforward to make with the skin contact method um and the pink color can range from a pale onion skin all the way to orange or near purple as the wine grape varieties change. Mine, I'm looking at like a nice peak. Yeah, I was gonna say like a like an I, I don't know the word. Almost like a like a like a orangish peak. I'm definitely getting there are definitely some orange notes in there. Um I know ochre isn't the right word. But there is a bit of Ombre? Uh, I was gonna say ombre ombre, but I think that's just a hair thing. Anyways, I, yeah, I mean, ooh, and see, it's got the bubbles. I'm, I'm quite enjoying this, I will say. Yeah. Um, I did just have a big sip, and I'm trying to discern what the flavor that I'm getting is, because now I am like, this reminds me of something. Are there taste? I'm going to look up and see if there are any tasting notes from, uh, oh, from yeah, the winery. Oh, yeah, do you any? Yeah. I am almost getting like a, um, like a, 
it really is hard to pin down. I want to say like tart cherry almost. Mm. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's very acid forward, very tartness forward, as we've said. Um, let me see what we've got here. It seems like people really like the 2019 vintage. So I guess we're a little... okay. Here we go. And we're getting taste notes of this is from Vivino.com. Uh, Classic source. So uh, the the red fruit, as you mentioned, strawberry, raspberry, uh, some yeah, citrus yeah, notes. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Some tree fruit notes. Okay. Uh, peach, apple, or melon. And then, Interest. you know, further down, the earthy notes, the floral notes. Not a lot of, I will say, oaky or buttery notes here. Sure. But, you know, it's, it's a matter of debate, I think. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I'm looking at the uh, the food that goes well with this wine. I see shellfish and spicy food. Oh, you're allergic to shellfish. Oh, no. Yeah. But I feel like... Uh... I don't think that'll come up. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm fine here. <laughs> but I feel like a, like a spicy paella could okay, be really sure. good with this. I've never this. had paella. Um, Should we save that for our segment? Food do we, I mean, do we have a... I don't know how long this episode is. It's impossible to say. Literally, it's impossible to say. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I truly... I don't know enough about wine to really comment uh, thoroughly, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But... So you can get... I know at least you can get the... um, You know, mini rosés they do as champ, uh, a champagne as well, like a more traditional fizzy... Um, and certainly with the Sophia Rosé, I know you can get that as a champagne. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is a solid wine. I would say, like, it's an easy drinker. Definitely, yeah. Like, I mean, I think I automatically associate Rosé with summer, but this really feels like a back patio, hanging out, just sipping the wine. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, the sort of, especially the aftertaste, sort of the back of the mouth feel, that really heavy fruit taste, I feel like can sort of make me feel like I'm drinking like sour fruit or something. But I'm really enjoying, like, this is a very, very easy drinker, I will say. Like, there's not yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. body to it. And I mean that positively. No. That, like, it just comes at you with the tartness, but the finish is quite smooth. There's no, like, traditional wine bitterness right. either. It is very just like this is not the right word. It is very like open. <laughs> like it is just like I I'm here. Drink <laughs> <Much like laughs> up, baby. Sip, sip. <laughs> I guess. Um. So our segment is wine pairing, food pairing. Sure, I've heard. I figured as a, a a traditional sort of, you know. We're doing wine. Traditionally, do food pairings with yeah. wine. You don't want to talk about whether you drink the Apocalypse Now surf water? <laughs> Does it, I mean, look. We can just throw a bevy of seggies if we want. Sure. <laughs> um, is that Does Francis Ford or Sophia have any famous movie drinks? I feel like, you know, the bling ring, they go to the I club. Like you can, yeah, have like a Jaeger bomb or something. <laughs> sure. Um, um, um. No, 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 no. But for for, for a food yeah. pairing, fish is interesting. I would say, like, a white fish would be good. Oh, you know what it would be actually so killer with? Tell me. Is, like, fish tacos. Mm. <laughs> with, like, a nice bright slaw. Sure. 
I feel like I'm yelling. <laughs> this wine might be hitting <laughs> as I waited 20 minutes for you. I didn't sit before, obviously. Um, this is the least, you know, a podcast that's already planned somewhat on the fly. It takes a pretty short amount of time. This is one of the most insane episodes of Baby Bebby, certainly. Yeah. Do you have any, like, first thought food pairings of, like, what you would have with this? I have you had your druthers? I did like my uh, paella suggestion. Um, mm-hmm. Now, was that yours, or did you read that from no, the I, website? No, well, I... <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, it is hitting. I can see it now. Um, but the the sh- it, the website says shellfish and spicy food, and so I kind of combined that into sure, sure, a sure. paella or even a gumbo. But, you know, gumbo, you're getting the sausage Yeah, like gumbo is more like there. winter. Yeah, there's yeah. more body to it. So I... That's like gravy, technically, is what yeah. like, they call yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I can see like a nice briny mussel or clam going well with the tartness of this. Cut that fat mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, the other thing that the website mentions is fruity desserts. And I was thinking... <laughs> and I was thinking this would be great to pair with like a cheesecake. I was going to say strawberry <laughs> cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> That or, like, maybe um, some sort of, like, stone fruit tart that mm. is, like, cool. Maybe, like, a dollop of vanilla ice cream on top. <laughs> vanilla ice cream, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, a nice glass or full <laughs> yeah. bottle of Sophia Rosé. I will say, now that I've smashed this bottle open, I am kind of obligated to drink this bottle this evening. So uh, yeah. if you're hearing this, just know that I had a, a presumably lovely evening with my bottle of wine. Um, should we get into final thoughts here? We're on, on our clock, I will say, we're approaching 31 minutes. I assume the podcast will be much shorter. Yeah, this one will come together in the edit, certainly. Yeah. Uh, maybe we re-record a segment. <laughs> uh, I think everything, everyone will realize what happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, we can, I can add, like, a preface of explaining exactly what went down. We'll, we'll, we'll do what we need to do. We'll do sure, it. sure, sure. Uh, final thoughts. I was skeptical. I was as well. And that's really good. I think it's really, really good. Yeah, I went. I'm not. Go ahead. I, I wouldn't say I have a problem with wine per se, but it's definitely not something I reach for. But I feel like this is like just such a good vibe. Like, why wouldn't you want to drink this over pretty much anything else? Like, I normally I'm like, why don't you just drink liquor? But the lightness yeah. of this and the sort of like gentleness does make me uh, more inclined to drink it uh, just hanging out with, with the family or something. Yeah, it is like a nice like... I mean, truly, four people, you could just knock a bottle of this oh, down easy. Easy. I mean, maybe even yeah, two. two people are about to knock out two bottles of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get four people, four bottles yeah. each. Um, <laughs> 16 Play beer pong. Yeah. yeah. Get a case of wine for you. Play, play beer pong with full bottles. Get a 24-pack. It's going to be hard to get that a cork in there, I will say. Yeah, <laughs> bring a corkscrew would be my main. Yeah, advice. that's a really um, important thing to note for all our listeners, please. Or I guess a a wrench, <laughs> any miscellaneous blunt object. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I do think it's really good. I don't usually drink wine. I feel like even at a family event, if there's wine, I'll just opt for like, because uh, I mean, where there's wine, there's usually liquor. Yeah, beer, a famous expression, seltzer, whatever. Yeah, uh, I'll just opt for the other yeah, usually. Yeah. But now I might like 
I'll ask the garçon if they get that Sophia <laughs> Rosé on the menu. <laughs> a wine for auteurs. <laughs> yes, a wine for film lovers, absolutely. Um, As I refill. Yeah, I, I will be refilling shortly, but I think that that will do it for this episode of Bevy of Bevies. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, listen to truly. <laughs> yeah, truly for this one. Um you know, follow us on Twitter at Bevy of Bevies. I feel like I don't mention that much. Uh, you can follow Cullen at Clashley. Uh, you can follow me at C Housenjan. And until next time, if the drink is whiner, you've never felt finer. Sip, sip. Always bring your corkscrew. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>